One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? TalkSTL.com real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the war room of the O'Keefe Think Tank, this is Real Spoilers, episode 165. I'm telling you, man, don't look at me. Ah, I, don't I should have. We're, we're down yeah. two, two regulars. Again. So, yeah, the people that can count aren't here. <laughs> right. So, uh, so uh, it's the box office report for the week ending March 6th. 2016. So we'll go around the table. Like and this triangle. This will be this will be quick. It's not round. This is a joke. It's Tom. Okay. So <laughs> but we have a guest. We have a guest returning. Uh, you might remember him from our straight out of Compton episode. Orlandez. Hi, Orlandez. How's it going? Hey guys. How's it going? Uh, Thanks for having me back. Oh no problem. I've asking you back for a while. Yeah. But you're just kind of a jerk. Yeah. And so <laughs> me and my jerky jerk job, <laughs> slinging records of vintage vinyl. All gonna be gainfully stuff. employed. Yeah, you know, uh, adulting. Uh, pain Pain yes. pills. <laughs> Wait, they sell pain pills there too? Oh no! Oh, <laughs> paying bills. Oh, paying yeah, bills. Sorry. I think back pain pills. No, back of the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> That's no. But it was like, no. what was that? Uh, what was the? Now, Patrick now when Dempsey it's over, movie. maybe I can I can talk. Well, yeah. I said Patrick much, Dempsey right? was the one where he was the pizza delivery guy. Yeah, where it was like with extra anchovies. Oh, what is the? He's hooking up with the ladies. It wasn't Can't Buy Me Love. No. Was it? No, Can't Buy Me Love was that the, was the one where he pays the girl to be his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, dang it! I totally like that was one of the first movies I ever saw on HBO. Like I, so I would oh walk my to my god. Gr- I feel so old. You want to know what the first movie I saw a, on cable was? No, Airplane. Oh. And oh, it, I mean, technically, it, the first movie I saw on cable it was, was new. <laughs> Basic Instinct. That was the first mm. one I ever saw on cable. But the first one I saw old. on HBO. I was in college. God dang, what was that? That was like what was Basic Instinct? Uh, like ninety-two, eighty-eight? No, was no. no. it eighties? Well, well Fatal was, Attraction was like eighty-seven or eighty-eight or right? something. Yeah. So that was before Lover Boy was Lover Boy. That was it. Was the Patrick McSteamy movie? Is that he's McSteamy? No, he's McDreamy. He's McDreamy. He he would have made a really good. Basic Instinct was ninety two. Okay, so, hmm. so right. Fatal Attraction was eighty seven. I think that's like eighty seven. Okay, yeah, I was that was some form of Michael Douglas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those kind of movies were huge for a while. They don't make those anymore. They don't. I'm trying to... Basic Instinct two. That's what killed it. That's what it was. I think it was dead long before that's that. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just so, bought Romancing the Stone. Speaking of Michael Douglas, Never Leaving Your Poor Heart Alone. That's great. Yeah, I I've watched it the other day. It, it was. Uh, 
um, it was on the HD Movies, the channel oh, yeah. HD Movies, which is a horrible name for a channel because it always just sounds like you're talking about <laughs> HD Movies. I was watching HD Movies. Really? Like, yeah. Were you watching color television as well? Like, it's a horrible name for a channel. Did you have it you're, on Betamax? Yeah. Do you? How are you enjoying your radio <laughs> FM frequency transmissions? Um, but, uh, yeah, I that watched... That holds up. Yeah, that was... I remember seeing that movie with my mother... And, like, I forget what was out at the same time. Fatal Attraction was 87, by the way. Okay. And uh, I forget what was out at the same time. This is I, Kathleen Turner, right? Correct. Kathleen Turner, Ka- okay. like, Kathleen Turner, Michael Douglas. A sex symbol. And Danny DeVito. Uh, and now she's Chandler Bing's mom. Oh. Or dad. Yeah. Uh, she's his dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. both. Right. Yeah. 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 It's funny, like, how quickly p- the society has progressed on issues when you go back and watch some of those old Friends, Friends episodes, episodes. And I you're just like, the other night. I think this is offensive. Like, what are Like, it was yep. like, at the time, it was, it, you know, and I think that's why it's so important sometimes to keep things in historical perspective mm, because agree. it was like that was not their intent at the time it was no it was a norm and that and it was actually pretty progressive for yeah. its time right. and like you watch it now and you're just like Oof. it's like, yeah. it's like NBC, all in the family my god yeah like all in the family is the same way oh like, but yeah. all in the family was a little different because the point of all in the family was that this guy was a virulent Correct. racist he was a racist with a heart of but gold you'll never see that show ever, ever again. again on cable Okay, I yeah. think that show could live on cable. Oh, I see. What you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. On like FX or something. On like an HBO when, or an uh, FX the channel that can push the limits a little more. Yeah, on network TV. I think they would soften up the heart of gold aspect. <laughs> Giant heart of gold. Yeah, because you know like, what I mean. Because at the end of the day, like you still kind of liked Archie Bunker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, yeah, likable qualities despite sure. his beliefs. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and it's like. And then, especially now that we're like forty years removed from the show, that's it's, all, yeah. It's also you look at it and you go, okay, so that guy was in his what? Supposed to be in his what? Fifties? Uh, yeah, I would say yeah. like late fifties. I'd say mid to late fifties. Yeah. Yes. And so he was in his mid to late fifties in the early seventies. So if you think about it, okay, he was raised by people who were born in the eighteen. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point. You know. Yeah. And those people don't exist anymore. <laughs> no, no, I just buried one like oh, okay. six months ago. <laughs> My grandma, hey. she was ninety five. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, she was. <laughs> and uh, she, but she was, she was a mean woman. Uh, my grandfather was in his like eighty nine when yeah. he passed away, but he was not mean. Yeah, she There's could be mean. She the could be real. Of me. She was could be really. And be, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> we'll save that for the, your ex wife podcast. That yeah, we'll like. have we'll do the spinoff <laughs> ex wife podcast, and then after that we'll do the do like a little I t- crazy man, grandma one shots. It'd be so good. It would be. It would be, be like so cereal good. good. It would, yeah. It would be cereal good. Not the g- first season, not second season. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, right, yeah right. No, yeah. It was, yeah. So. So good. Uh, so Kevin isn't here. So I guess, uh, I, I guess I'll take over the box office yeah, report since you. I'm the only one with a computer in <laughs> front of me. <laughs> Orlando's are like, ah, He's, yeah. <laughs> okay, Orlando's go. How uh, the, the box office do? Go. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Deadpool's still. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it's like that dream you used to have where you're like, what? Finals are today. Oh, <laughs> it happened. I, so I work on a college campus. Finals were last week and you could see it. You could see like the rush and like, oh God, I've waited too long. I'm so <laughs> screwed. We get calls for the library all the time. Can you come pick me up? It's four o'clock in the morning. You have a test in two hours. Two hours. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I guess I, uh, I will 
turn my eyes to the box office. Just keep your get your abacus. And ready. I will have Kevin's abacus <laughs> at the ready. Abacus. There we go. Abacai. Yeah. No, that's a tough or if you're a Genesis man, fan, abacab. Abacab. Yeah. yeah. See, look at that. Look, you got him, man. The young guy. Yeah, he's he's Genesis. I made a white snake joke last week. That's nothing. Cricket. Cricket. Yeah. 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 I, I got the two old guys to laugh. It was pretty good. <laughs> was good. I get down with the David Coverdale. You know, I, I got you. It's all right. The Tawny Contain joke is what it was. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. Coming in at number one at the box office this week. Uh, probably to no one's surprise, Zootopia comes in at number one with seventy point three wow. million dollars. That is awesome. That's, That's a lot. They haven't missed yet. Do you think people are starting to figure out? Like, okay, obviously Disney's an established brand name. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I would agree with that. Perhaps They've come up over the years. Perhaps you know. one of the first. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. but uh, but they're. The Disney feature animation had been on the downward slide for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, and Pixar had kind of become the new brand name. Oh yeah, and do, and do you think the average person? I'm talking soccer mom with the minivan. Do you think she is starting to figure out the difference between Pixar and Disney? I I don't. They look I, I, they look the same. I think the quality of the work, uh, even now from both companies are I mean, they're still firing. I mean, I guess where was the dip? For Disney, was it like so? Princess That's and the, what I was trying Princess to. Well, Disney, the Frog well, they, was on the uptick. Yeah, I'd say Princess and the Frog or the Frog and the Pri- I can never remember who Princess gets and the top. Frog. I, think I have it. Yeah, Princess. And okay, Frog. I own it. Okay, I would hope the Princess got top. The princess got top. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, on this, he's like, I have a daughter. I do. So stole it from Blockbuster. Uh, but yeah, Princess and the Frog was the beginning of the upward climb because John Lasseter came back like so halfway through production of that. Chicken Little, Chicken Little. Oh, I forgot about and predates that Bolt. And Bolt predate that. Okay. So I guess that... Chicken th- Little is like this generation's Oliver and Company. I liked Oliver and Company. Right, but it's the one right before it got good. Oh, I see. You know? Okay. Like, so, uh, it went Oliver and Company and then Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, chick- like, I think Chicken... I thought Chicken Little was good, too. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that. Uh, what, Oliver and Company or No, Chicken, chicken Little. Little. I, I thought own. you just said you liked Chicken Little. No, I like Oliver, Oliver and, and Company. company. Oh, you like Oliver? Yeah, Coming. yeah. Okay, now that I get it. I was like, what the hell? Billy Joel songs in it. What more do you want? I like Billy Joel, but those are some pretty bad songs. <laughs> those were like Uptown Girl. Oh, 80s Billy Joel yeah. kind of songs. Like that's. I love Billy Joel. Don't get me wrong. But but there's a line. I also like Uptown Girl. And that line is Uptown Girl. I also like Uptown Girl. Oh, my God. But like that after that, it's kind of hit or miss. It's more great misses than hits. On, on a side note, that's like my absolute favorite joke in Step Brothers, by the way, is Horatio Sands when they're uh, doing Uptown Girl. He's like, we strictly do an 80s joke music, yeah. sir. That's like, I don't know why. That's my favorite scene that in that entire movie. That movie is hilarious, but yeah. that scene is the best. I love that scene so Oh, much. that is funny. I uh, But no, I actually have tickets to see Billy Joel in Tulsa. Oh, nice. Oh, Making wow. the drive to see Billy Joel. I don't blame you. I like it. That'd so, be worth it. But, uh, but, yeah, Uptown Girl, I just can't do. That's fair. It's, I, I, it, and it used to be he always ended with Piano Man. Yeah. Which makes sense. And uh, and I always felt bad because it's like you like to leave to beat traffic. And I'm one of those guys. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, but Piano Man. I'm like, I've heard it a million times. I don't really care. But it's the, always a crowd pleaser. Maybe he'll do right. a Spider-Man version. Well, <laughs> Weird Al did a Spider-Man version. Oh, okay. yeah. So, but over the, the last time I saw him, he switched it up, and Piano Man went second to last, and, and then Uptown, Uptown Girl went last, and I was Ooh. like, "That is awesome," because <laughs> now I, I could beat the crowd. <laughs> I can still hear Piano Man, but I don't got to sit through Uptown Girl. <laughs> and because I, because I, I took my wife because she had never seen Billy Joel before, and so I was like, "Oh, they always end with Piano Man." She's like, "Well, we can leave early." We, don't. I'm like. 
you've never seen Billy Joel. I'm like, you can't go to Billy Joel having never seen Billy Joel and then and, not, and not witness and then not witness him, him do piano man. Yeah. Right. Like, that's like, yeah. you know, if you go see Sammy Davis Jr., you're gonna want to hear Candy Candy Man. man. Yeah, Correct. Right? It's just the it's the, the way law, it you know. And uh, I remember I saw Sammy Davis Jr. when I was a kid, and he was like, "I have three hits," and he's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna play them all." <laughs> and he's like, "He's like, I can see. He's like, I got like 90 minutes to fill," and he's like, "And I can see like people in the front start to get antsy when I'm like three <laughs> songs in and I haven't done one of the hits, and they're like, "Is this son of a bitch not gonna play hits?" <laughs> and like, when like, they're fixing, it's like the Candy Man. Yeah, he's like, Candy he Man goes, can. He's like, I promise you, <laughs> he will. I'm gonna you play. Better. I'm gonna play all three of them. I promise you. And so he would count them off as the That's night went good. through. My dad good. actually had on VHS. He had a. Uh, like some when they were at the old Kiel Opera House, mm-hmm. the Rat Pack stuff that they've got. I've heard about that. It show. exists. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it was. It, it's, I have it. It's been officially released oh, it commercially oh, now. Really? Yeah, and like Carson hosts it. Yes, because yep. it was supposed to be Joey Bishop was the MC, and he got sick, and they brought they in brought Carson. Carson. Very last minute. Super, very young. Super young. Carson. Very young. Carson. I think it was like the first season of the Tonight Show. He when is, is this show? Like, like sixty three or sixty three or sixty four? Okay, yep. and it was a PBS special too. They showed it was. On PBS. That's wow. where they got. That's where he ended up getting it. Like, yeah. I think PBS played it. Right, and he recorded it on VHS. Yeah, yeah some people have come into the store yeah. asking for that before, and I've like, yeah, it seemed like a awesome. myth at first. Yeah, it no, amazing. it's a real thing, and it was commercially released. I forget who did it, but probably it Time Life. I would get like, I don't, didn't Time put out all that Tonight Show stuff? Uh, they yeah, uh, and no, like the, the, the roast stuff. They do the roast of Carson maintains control of all the Carson stuff. Well, Antenna TV just recently started re-airing a lot of those. Tonight yeah, shows. they licensed oh, the whole, yeah. and they're showing full episodes. Yeah, like uh, it's real include, sporadic. Like one night, I, I don't think mm, I've, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't, that I don't that, know. I mean, if you watch SNL on Netflix, they, they always take that cut out. the. Songs, well, that's why so. they haven't put out. I have the first five seasons in SNL, but after for some reason after season five, they're just like they've stopped it because oh, I really? think of music probably, rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think because streaming's where it's all at, and it's yeah. just you. It's not you know. I, I've also noticed that a lot of TV isn't getting upgraded to Blu-ray. I have noticed that as yeah, I went to go you know. buy uh, Agent Carter. The first yeah. season on Blu-ray, and you can't find it. it's not existent. Really, hmm. I see it now. Newer TV, not so much. I was speaking more classic TV, so that's oh, interesting. Yeah, like I went to Amazon, and like they they have it listed, but they're like you, it's not it's in print, not existent. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah, and it's only streaming. Like you can get it streaming, but I have uh, again showing my age. I have the complete uh, Columbo Ooh. box set Blu-ray on Blu-ray. Oh, oh nice. Ooh. And it and, and my wife got it for me for our anniversary. That's a one year. One year, yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, the first, uh, in case you don't know, the first an- first anniversary is um, is trench coat. Is that right? No, no, it's not I right at all. I don't know what that what the first like, anniversary. Like, oh, it's, it's paper. It's paper. It's paper. Right? Yeah, first one is paper. <laughs> so um, my wife got me the Constantine coat. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's full of demons and or horrible yeah. stuff. It's great, but uh, very but, promising. But the Columbo <laughs> Blu-ray was it was never released in the states, so she had to buy this like weird Japanese import. So all uh, is it all region free? I'm guessing. Yeah, was, yeah. Was, well, uh, all Blu-rays all are region free. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so it's got all. Remember when that was a thing, right? Yeah, I got the European cut of Army of Darkness. Like I just bought it from Scream Factory, and they have the the regular cut the director's cut like a european cut i had bought it when back in the early 2000s i had a region free dvd player 
Like uh, I bought a DVD that was player. Where money was right there. That would play any yep. DVD. Like didn't you know? Like it didn't have a region like code. Like UK, in it. Germany. Yeah, so I could buy anything. Yeah, I was just I was that running. Didn't discriminate. At I was all. running free. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Columbo box that's crazy because it's like that's like eighteen seasons because it, it they were making Columbo episodes up until like two thousand three, two thousand four. Really, really. The very last. Episode Ooh. of Columbo. What network airs those? CBS? ABC. ABC. It started on NBC. Okay. The good ones were on NBC when it was a, a, a show originally. Mm-hmm. And then and then it got canceled and it came back in like the 80s as like a movie of the week type of thing on uh, ABC. Sort of miniseries-ish type Not feel. a miniseries so much. Just, just little one shots. Yeah. They might do two or three a season. Something to remind you. It's ABC not, yeah. used to be on like Sundays. They used to do like those Sunday night movies. Yeah. Right. That's when I remember seeing it. Yeah, and it was, um, and at that point, like at that point, you like watching Peter Falk, but the shows aren't as good. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it, it just pretty much became like Murder, She Wrote with Columbo. <laughs> oh, man. Like it was, you know, well, which is Angela. better than Cosby Mysteries with Columbo. I've always heard about that. <laughs> I was, mysteries. Speaking of TV, I was, and uh, we'll go to the number two on our list. I, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of TV, I, uh, I I was looking at TV DVDs because they were having a sale on Amazon to see, and it like Cosby Show, the complete series, two bucks, twenty seven dollars. Man, wow. I, that's like what ten oh, seasons of television. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. I uh, I was in a Twitter conversation with listener Cynthia Chow. Yes, librarian, li- librarian Cynthia, and she made a like she made a joke uh, about. Because I guess I had said something how I can't, like, there are certain, Bill Cosby was, like, one of the building blocks of my sense of humor. I, I'm not, this is not hyperbole. I had a picture of Bill Cosby on my wall as a child. Yep. Like, that's, I had. Like, he was a part of the family. Like, like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like, I had, in my bedroom, I had a collage of, like, all the comedians I loved, Mm -hmm. and there was, like, a huge 8 by 10 of Bill Cosby. And I just, like, it breaks my heart. Like, it breaks my heart, not because I believe that he didn't do it. But it breaks my heart that like that person that I admired, and you were so and, wrong. Like, I know, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, it's I a childhood wa- I dream. Wanted, I wanted to hang out with like Doctor Huxtable, yeah, you know. And now it's just gone. And like, I we made it. Oh, it was the as uh, if growing up wasn't hard. I know. Enough, right? Now, now my people I looked up to are awful people. <laughs> uh, it was the uh, what's a cubit joke? Oh, and we that's were just right. like, yeah, it's oh, such a great skit. It and, is. and it's it's, and it's forever it's tarnished. tarnished. It is <laughs> forever tarnished. Yeah, yeah, not word I can can say so Kevin doesn't have you to beep beep. Yeah, <laughs> chicken noise. <laughs> honk, honk. Yeah, you you got to wonder like, does it, do you, do you ever get enough distance there that you can go back to that? It's hard. Like, no. I mean, I, I have to. So if. And he's gonna be convicted. He's gonna have to save. Like he's gonna have to find a cure to cancer or yeah. something like that. I don't, that I don't know. He's gonna be convicted just because. I think there's like one or two that are they were the so s- long, and it's so hard to convict people for that. Now you're gonna have a hard time finding a jury who is truly impartial. And when I say that, I mean that are that can truly sit down and be like, okay, let's ignore everything we've heard in the media, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right. Let, like let's like not a clean slate. Let's just... not bring in any. Pra- evidence that we kind of already know about like mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's you it's impossible it's, it's like o- undoable. it's like oj all over again yeah like that that watching this that thing on uh fx, FX. and i didn't realize that like of course, that, people said there was no way he wasn't going to get convicted it's <laughs> true they didn't get him on the murder they got him on that robbery that he's up for uh, parole geez. well and he and he lost the civil case for the murder big time yeah. yeah but i mean like that that trial wasn't tried in a courtroom no like, it was tried in the media yeah and that's that's what you know, I, did you see they found that knife? 
Yeah, what a, I've been hearing about weird, that. They like, uh, what's the? Di- are they like? Is his house, his old house, getting? It's like, gone. Like demolished they're tear it or down. Okay, and then somebody found um, a, a knife, knife buried buried in the backyard, and the cop was like, "I'll just take it," and took it. Uh, I think no, I'm sorry. A construction worker who was working on demolishing the house found it, uh-huh. turned it over to a buddy of his who was an LAPD officer, and the guy just kept it. So he called. Wait, wait, wait. Are you expecting me to believe that there is a shady <laughs> LAPD officer? I mean, I know I don't it's know not outside. This. I don't know. The about plot this. thickens. <laughs> yes, I've never heard of such a thing. Right. So this guy calls a buddy of his who is still working for the LAPD and says, "Hey, what's the what's the case number for the O.J. Simpson case?" And the guy's like, why? And he goes, well, I got a knife here that was found in the back of O.J. Simpson's house, and I'm going to frame it and put the case number on it. And the other cop's like, give me the knife. And he was like, oh, okay. And like, they say there's blood residue all over it. There's all kind like, who knows what the real story is, but, and they're talking about how they can't try him again for double jeopardy. Yeah, you can't. But if there's new evidence. No. Is that right? Even if they find new evidence. Okay. Yeah. So he may have may have gotten away with a double murder. Now, where you can do is you could try try them on a federal level for like a violation of civil rights. So like the uh, the oh. the LAPD police officers, the ones that beat the crap out of Rodney, Rodney King. King. Yeah. Um, that's how they got acquitted and then retried and convicted. They got. They were prosecuted at a local level, and then it jumped to feds. And then it was they were acquitted, and then they got prosecuted for violation of Rodney King's civil rights at a federal level. Interesting. But that's very rare. And but I mean, if normally it's only really really high profile cases, of which this how, would be one. I think it's the high profile case. I mean, yeah. in my lifetime, I think I don't. I can't think I, of anything yeah, else. The that past, jeez, that was I was in grade school, so that would have been ninety. I think that was 97. Four? Oh, the OJ case? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was like nine, uh, 96, 90, 95, yeah, something, something like that. that. Yeah. that They did a thing at WrestleMania. There's my wrestling reference. <laughs> WrestleMania 12. They oh, did uh, Goldust versus Roddy Piper in a backlot brawl. Uh, and then, so they're filming in the back in Orlando or wherever they are, and Goldust takes off in a white Bronco, and then they start showing the OJ footage. <laughs> <laughs> and like, Jerry Lawler's like... This footage seems very familiar, <laughs> and I don't know why. And the whole like time, like the race back to the the back lot, is the OJ footage. It's just <laughs> oh, the white Bronco driving down the highway. Yeah, that's a real thing that happened. That's tasteful. Yep, it was tastefully done though. I'm classic, sure. Yeah, classic the World WWF. Wrestling. Yeah, the World yeah. Wrestling Federation. They yeah. they pride themselves on being tasteful. Yes, no. precisely. So uh, anyway, number two. Number two. Hang on, let me get back to that window. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, coming to number two, London has fallen with twenty point five wow, million really? dollars. Yeah, I don't know what the last one did. The last one was like one of those like weird kind of hits that I guess just kept chugging. It was Mor- a- Morgan's in this one. Yeah. Right? I didn't even see what was it? Olympus. Olympus, Olympus has fallen. Has fallen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that is um, the I think North Korea kidnaps the president. Played, okay, like played over the like I own this movie on Blu-ray because it's fantastic. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Die Hard in the White House. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I got that mixed up with what was the movie? There that was a White House Jamie, Down. Jamie Foxx, yes, Jamie Foxx and Channing Tatum. Awful. Yeah. Okay, that, that just awful. looked terrible. Yeah. Um, and they came out like right at the same they time. They did, right. like a couple months apart. So Gerard Butler's kind of like the Secret Service agent that has fallen out of the good graces of the president, and but they're like best friends, and right. now he has to fight his way back to save the president. 
Was he in? Did uh, they fall Olympus? in love? No. Oh, I was hoping. Yeah, fall in he love. was in that. Too? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was. It's Aaron Eckhart, Two Face, okay. um, Gerard Butler. Was he the president? Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Yes. It would make sense that Two Face was president. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That sounds <laughs> <It's amazing>. totally <laughs> normal. Yeah. And oh, like he is chewing the bejesus out of some scenery in that. Movie. Like <laughs> he's just going for it. He didn't even care. But yeah, like it's awful, but it's super violent. So like and like that kind of makes up for. Mm-hmm. Do you get the to see like all the secret rooms in the White House? And kind stuff? of, because like there's this uh, author named Brad Metzler who yes. uh, he writes comic books he did, and yeah. and uh, um and he writes a lot of books about like he's kind of like a poor man's John Grisham. And, uh, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. And, actually, and uh, he writes a lot of books about the White House and like all the like like Book of Lies and Book of Secrets. Yeah, totally yeah. Book of Fate. Book yeah. of Fate. Yeah, and uh, it's a lot of books. A lot of books. <laughs> yeah, a lot of books. And uh, but there's always a lot of stuff like it was like National Treasure. Kind of, yeah, yeah, but but supposedly, like he's done a lot of research on the White House, so his stuff is pretty accurate, pretty intact. Like now, the storylines are obviously right, made right. up. He's but a fantastic comic book writer. He is. Yeah, he, is. he wrote some of the best Identity Crisis. Identity and, Crisis was really good. Yeah, yeah. that was got that got a little real. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you lobotomized Batman? I'm sure that'll go over well. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Well, it's been like 20 years, yeah. so they, they had their shot. So, uh, coming in number three, uh, Deadpool, 17 million dollars, bringing its total up to 311 million. That is mind boggling. Mind boggling that that movie has made that much money. Yeah. I I never in a million years when they were like. We're going to do a Deadpool movie. I was like, awesome. Congre- good luck on your $50 million budget, and that's all you're going to do. Yeah, they hedged their bets, and they were they were right. And they, boy, paid off. Yeah, big time. I'm sure Ryan Reynolds is like, whoo! Yeah. He's like, <laughs> oh, my career is alive. <laughs> you know, it was a good way for Ryan Reynolds to hedge his bets, though, because the way Deadpool worked is that even uh, had that movie collapsed, and his career probably would have collapsed along yes, with it. it would have. Um, but he could have spent the rest of his life just doing conventions. He could have. He's like, hey, I was Green Lantern, Green Lantern. and Deadpool. Wizard World Paducah. <laughs> <laughs> He's See Ch-ching. Ryan Reynolds. He's shacked up next to Jason David Jason Frank. Is that his guy? The Green Ranger. Is it the Green Ranger? No. That's everything? <laughs> yeah, it's Does he like own Wizard World? Is it I just, think, he's just I like, think as long knows. as I got to be there working, I might as well set up the booth. <laughs> right, yeah. I think he knows that if he doesn't do this, he will not make any money. But like... And he's there at all of them, and there's. Um, but here's the deal: like I, I, I'm older than you guys, and so like, what do the Power Rangers really? Do people care? Um, I think like enough for him to be there every year. No, like I was I, like I, I saw him twice. Was... Like I, he doesn't do just Wizard World. Like he's at C two E two. He's everywhere. Yeah, like I don't know. How, I I don't know how you can afford to make. I feel those. like he just lives in a, like a Winnebago. And just drives from city to city. Like Trapper John. Like Trapper John. Yeah. <laughs> um like so I think it depends on the on the Ranger. So like if Amy Joe Johnson Actually, it was Gonzo up, oh. on Trapper John that lived in the R V. Oh, was it? Trapper John. Trapper John. <laughs> yeah. There was a surgeon that lived in the parking lot in the R V. <laughs> That's what and there would now I have to go back and do T V history for <laughs> I was Orlando. Say, yeah. Okay. So in the in the I'm what? a TV geek, but I don't know all okay, this other so stuff. There so there was a show called Trapper John M Trapper John M D. Okay. What? Yeah, it was on CBS, <laughs> and it was like an hour-long medical show, and it took place... The show happened, I guess, in like the late 70s, early 80s, but it took place in the present day. And the premise, and they kind of like skirted it, was that like this may or may not be Trapper John from MASH. It was played by a different actor, because he was supposed to be like 70, right? Uh-huh. And uh, and he was the the chief of surgery, surgery. At, some, at some hospital, Boston, I think, because Trapper John was from Boston. And... Uh, huh. Uh, 
And so then there was also like this young upstart surgeon who was like the, you know, devil may care kind of. And he lived in an RV like in the parking lot. And that was interesting. But yeah, they only ever I only ever remember them making one reference to mash. And it was like in the pilot episode, like you see kind of like grainy footage of the Korean War. And then he wakes up and he was like having a nightmare flashback. Do you think that show would like so you so mash ends and you have all of these great characters. Right. Do you think any of those characters could have gone on to do. Like a solo show, or well, do you based think on the fact that they tried it and it didn't work, then who, I have but, but I mean, like they did after Mash. Oh yeah, but who all was on that? You had uh, you had Klinger, Potter, and Father Mulcahy. Okay, and they shot a pilot for Radar that never got picked up. Shocking! It but was I mean, called if you Walter, use, like Hawkeye, and it was W asterisk A oh, asterisk. Oh, like, it was called Walter. It took place in St. Louis. He yeah, played right. a police officer. Um, he had left Ottumwa, Iowa, and uh, uh, and and had moved to the big city. Uh, uh, oh, who's the St. Bl- Louis? Who's the blonde comedian that's like crazy conservative now uh, from SNL? Oh, uh, uh, Victoria Jackson. Victoria Jackson. Yeah, she was yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, it wow, all, really? It only aired in like half the country, and and they they shot it as a pilot. And the network used to do stuff back then where they would, um, if they shot a pilot and they weren't going to air it, they would burn it off in the summer, right? You know, because it was like well, might as well. And they, and they would do like you know, it's like the you know CBS Showcase Theater or whatever. If it and, hits, we can do it. If it doesn't, yeah. Care. And so they no they, one's talking about it, right? They aired it, it once, and it got preempted in like the western <laughs> half of the country by the Democratic National Convention. So it's only it only aired once, and that was in like half the country. That's it was funny. on YouTube for a while, and then it got pulled, and hmm. it was pretty bad. Yeah, I just wonder like if those if well. Like Hawkeye, like could he? Have I think Hawkeye could have sustained a show, yeah. but if Hawkeye wanted to be a sitcom, he would have just kept doing Mash. That's true, you know, because yeah. he because that show lived and died with Alan Alda. That's if Alan Alda true, came yeah. in that day and said, "We're not going to make Mash anymore," like, okay. they're like, "Okie dokie, we're not going to make Mash." I guess we're done with Mash. <laughs> yeah, man. that's you know, war's over. And the reason after Mash in its first season was actually a fairly sizable hit, and in season two it just crashed and burned because they put it on directly against the A Team. Duh, oh. dun dun dun. Yeah. And this is all in my head. None of this is on my computer. Yeah, right you know, now. I mean, it's comic I, books. Yeah. I'm right there with you. That's, I'm yeah. Weird. Hey, I so. think about the same thing often with <laughs> yeah. the, uh, everything else, trust me. You ask about the historical television, and I'm off to the races. <laughs> yeah, just, you, you bring up Norman Lear for me, and it's just like, <laughs> hey, Jefferson's all in the family. Maud, uh, good time. All in the family. That, uh, Once again, see? So. There it is. Produced more spinoffs than any other show in the history of television. Yeah. Oh. Do, uh, do, did you ever see any of the, uh, what was it called? It was... Uh, I might have the address wrong, but it was like 782 Hauser Street. Do you know who I'm that talking about? That sounds familiar. That's but that's the address of Archie Bunker's, Archie Bunker's house. house. Yeah, and I might be off on the address, but that's roughly the uh, you you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, uh, but the premise of the show, and I believe it and starred John Amos. Wow. Okay. And, and this, this wasn't Archie Bunker's place. This is no. Uh, this is not Archie Bunker's place. This was like I want to say this was in the early 90s and. The premise was that um, a black family a moved, black into, the family house. moved <laughs> into the bunker wow. house. Wow! But YouTube, but, but yeah, but um, but the the art, but there was like the 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 patriarch of that family hated white people the same way <laughs> that Archie Bunker hated <laughs> black people, <laughs> and so yeah, so it was um, it it was a great idea, but I don't think it, just it didn't. Yeah, yeah, the chemistry was like, and it was the nineties too. Then yeah, yeah, I'm trying to remember what I was like when they tried that. to do right when that seventy show that you thought they were going to end it. 
They did a show called that, that 80s, 80s show. show. I saw. I remember watching some of those it's live. It's awful. It Didn't it awful. only last like four or five episodes? I think or something? you're being generous. They actually, when you look at the cast, and I think it was a summer thing too. I definitely remember watching. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, I dig <laughs> I that, love 70s, that show. 70s show. And by the end, there's, oh, <laughs> I hate the 80s. Why did you do this to me? I think they had Seth Meyers' brother. I feel like was on it. Well, I know he was on the last. He season was on the last season of that seven, but I think but he, was, he was, on, was on that as well. And then they had and there the, was somebody from It's All Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I thought wasn't was it was it Dennis? Or? It could have yes, possibly. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I think so. But they also had the chick who plays on Supergirl now, the sister. I think I would know her face. If uh, she I, was I, in the. Uh, she was the not hot girl in um, not another teen movie. Where like she is the hot girl, but like she, you know, she, yeah, when yeah. she takes her glasses, glasses off and puts off, her hair down, she's hot. Yeah, but otherwise you can't tell that she's nerdy. Um, but yeah, she was on there too. Was like the super punk chick. Okay, and it was just kind of like this show's terrible. Was it? Was this the what the eighties were like all the time? <laughs> yeah, the show <laughs> yes. was pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty. Uh, Seven hundred four Hauser was the name of the show. Okay, uh, it ran from April eleventh to May 9th. <laughs> wow, wow, nineteen ninety four. Uh, a spinoff of All in the Family, and uh, it says the series is built around the concept of a black family, the Cumberbatches. Oh, that's for it's funny because it's fortuitous. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, it's funny because now you think Ber- Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm just like his long that, lost. Uh, I'm like you couldn't have picked a less black sounding name. name. If you tried, yeah. Um, uh, moving into the former Queen's home of Archie Bunker years after Bunker had sold the house located at 704 Hauser. Um, uh, Interesting. The all in the family character Joey Stivic, Archie's grandson, makes a cameo in the first episode. Hmm. And hmm. it says Norman Lear created the series during the time when conservative talk radio was experiencing its initial upswing in popularity, particularly in the form of Rush Limbaugh. Talk Lear, about going back in time. I know, like, right? <laughs> uh, Lear felt that the time was right for a new show to explore some of the issues being discussed, and 704 Hauser was even more explicitly political than All in the Family. How could it be more explicit? <laughs> Do they just sit there and read the editorial page <laughs> of the New York Times? Like, and yeah, John Amos, a veteran of the earlier Lear sitcom Good Times, itself a spinoff of All in the Family spinoff mod, uh, starred as Ernie Cumberbatch, while uh, Lenny Godfrey played his wife, Rose T.E. Russell, played their live-at-home son, Thurgirl, Thurgood Marshall Goody Cumberbatch. The show oh, that's the name. Yeah, the wow. show featured a reversal of the original All in the Family formula. Ernie and Rose Cumberbatch were blue-collar working-class Democrats, while their son Goody was an assertive conservative activist ah. in the vein of Armstrong Williams, Walter Williams, or Thomas Sowell. Uh, to add further conflict, Goody's girlfriend, Sherilyn Markowitz, <laughs> played by Mara Tierney, oh, was yeah. white and Jewish, and with whom he had chosen a celibate relationship. <laughs> She's, uh, she, what was she on? ER. Yeah, she had, yeah she was on the ER for and a she's while. on that show The Affair now. Oh yeah, yeah she's pretty funny. Yeah, probably not on that show though. Let's say in the second episode of the first season of All in the Family, uh, Archie mentions a black friend from his old neighborhood named Roundtree Cumberbatch. Mike replies that he thinks the name is made up. So I guess they're saying that this might or might not be some relative of. I think it's just a coincidence, but. It's interesting that Norman Lear would work with John Amos again because he had some issues with yeah, him. Yeah, that was the like whole that Jimmy was, Walker and yeah, the writing. And, yeah, and yeah. he uh, uh, was not a fan of the direction that Good Times was went. Going. And, interesting. And, and I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but do you know the story about uh, the episode where they they killed off John Amos? The backstory on the, the script for that episode? I, I know of the episode. I don't know okay, about the so history of it, though. We back up. All in the family... 
uh, Carol O'Connor, like I think in going into the fourth season, was holding out for more money. Yeah. And so there's a couple episodes that he's just not on. They had to write around him. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I know it. Not to cut you off, but I sure, know sure. there's a bit of a similar story with uh, San Francisco. Is my all-time favorite show. Yeah. But uh, Red Fox was like that too. Towards the end of I think the fourth season, and he's the, just not on and it like, because and they basically give all his lines to Grady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally. Well, and it was kind of the same thing too because he thought his Archie Bunker was like his, you know. It's competition. So right. he's just like, I should be getting paid a lot more than him. Yeah. And NBC kind of like, you know, showed out for it. And he was just like, well, well forget you guys. Right. Just like stayed off. And then he was like, okay, okay, we'll bring you back. The show sucks yeah. now. <laughs> um, Do you remember Sanford Arms? I've seen one episode of yeah. that. I've seen like one episode. Of, I think it was like a rerun TV Land did right. years ago on like they just like, other spinoffs of other shows. And, yeah. They, they tried to bring it back, Sanford and Son in the oh. 80s. And it was called Sanford Arms. Yeah. And, he, and he opened up like a motel. I think it was next door. Or <laughs> yeah. Like next door. Or something. I think Esther was on I it. I think Esther was on it yeah. too. Yeah. And then like there was this big biker looking guy that kind of took over the, um, the, uh, oh, what was his son's name? I'm totally uh, Lamont. Son. Lamont. Yeah. Uh, uh, they took over the Lamont role, and uh, and he was just, you would recognize the guy if you saw him. Like now? he, I mean, he was uh, he. Whenever you needed a biker in a show, or oh, a movie, oh, like this was your go to guy, right? I think he might even be one of the bikers in the in the in the uh, bad to the bone scene from Terminator Two. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent. It's been a while. It's the only yeah, guy that I can that. think of is the bartender. Like he's the guy who's. I don't but like yeah, he's got a, like a big beard and yeah, it might be that's I can't, he, yeah. I can't let you take the man's bike, son. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> so on all in the family, Carol O'Connor's holding out for more money, mm-hmm. and they they get sick of it. So Norman Lear finally writes up a script, and it's called Archie Dies, and he sends it to to uh to Carol O'Connor, and he's like, Oh boy, you can show up next week, or this is the the script that we're filming, and then he showed up, so they didn't they obviously <laughs> they didn't use the script. So when John Amos started his stuff on Good Times, don't tell me they just omitted they Archie just did each script. Find or each name. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's essentially that that script is a the Good Times script is a modified version of, of the Archie Bunker dies. That's funny. All wow. in the family script. That's pretty good. Yeah. Thank God for Whiteout. Yeah. Maybe not the best choice of words, given this. I guess that's the sitcom <laughs> we're talking about. But yeah, that's a good point. Well, yeah, I think yeah. John Amos had a pretty steady career after. Yeah, he did okay. America Roots, you know, yeah. West Wing, you know. He but did all right. I, I think so. He did know. okay for himself. <laughs> I um uh, and a lot of people don't realize, like you know, on the Jeffersons, why they they switched Michaels. George Jefferson's son, right? And the reason they switched, so you don't, you know this, right? Well, I know the first Michael was based off of Michael Evans. In, yeah, well, uh, in the, in good the times. Well, because the first Michael left to become the head writer for Good Times. Oh, okay. Oh. So that's why he left the show because he was like, I'd rather write. And then I think they end up switching back. He's like the original later. Becky on Good Times. That Becky on, Becky on Roseanne. On Roseanne. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes back in the later episodes. That sounds back. right, too, because I think I've seen some later episodes. Yeah. Where it's like, wait a minute, is this an early... Sarah, uh, Sarah Chalk was a better Becky. Yeah, and yeah. so they they flip back, and it's because at that point, I, either Good Times was over or... Because Jefferson's was on a lot Jefferson, longer. People forget how long. Jefferson was, was on like, like 84, 85. Like, yeah. Wow. It was on a long time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, he and that was back when NBC like didn't cancel anything. Yeah, well, uh, Jefferson's was on CBS. Most of the normal oh, okay. stuff was... CBS, uh, except for Sanford and Son, that was NBC. that was NBC. That yeah. was like NBC was like, we need us some of those type of shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, come over here and you they, come over here and make them for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, back to movies. Coming in number four, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, the new Tina Fey movie. That's out. 
Yeah, uh, I didn't know. Okay. Was, I thought that was coming out. I didn't no, no, it's out. It made uh, six point nine million dollars, which for the size of the movie it is is probably going to get going up against some big stuff too. Yeah, right? and I saw it. It's it's solid. It's nothing amazing. Is it a it was, is it a straight up comedy? No, it's like a mixture. Mix. You know, it's funny when I reviewed it on the radio. I actually kind of said it reminds me a little bit of Mash in that regard. Yeah. that it's like takes place in a war zone, and it's like there's like. You know, silly stuff going on, but then there's also serious, serious stuff, stuff going on. You know? I would say the trailer that they show on TV makes it look like a straight-up comedy. It does, yeah. Like a straight-up Tina Fey And it's based, is it loosely based on a true story, Yeah, too? she plays a journalist who kind of at the age of 40 gets sent over to be a war correspondent because she's just like, isn't happy with her life. So she's like, sure, why not? Um, and it's based on uh, a memoir that a, an actual journalist, I can't remember what it was called, but... Uh, um, but yeah, so but they changed the name, so it's very loosely based. But mm-hmm. it is rough; it's kind of sort of based on right. true story. So and Tina's been putting in work. Jeez, she, she has, has. Yeah. Yeah. sure. And then producing Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Side, oh so, yeah. yeah. Was that supposed to? That was supposed to be an NBC show, wasn't it? It was. And then and they, they didn't got, pick it up. Said no. And then Netflix yeah, I don't like, think it would have worked on network television. Probably not. It's too uh, quirky. Yep. You and know? I, like I like everybody on it. Uh, the one chick is from St. Louis. Um, uh, Aaron from yeah. the Office. Yeah, is from here. But yeah, like I watched the first. I don't know three episodes. And I was like, this would not. It's almost like um, there's two shows on FX. It was like Wilford and that I new gonna... Zach Galifianakis one where he's like a clown for hire. Yeah. yeah. And they are dark. Like, you think that there's supposed to be a little levity to them, and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, the the it's super dark. And the... Um, Dang, I can't think of the name of that Zach Gal. Like, I got through another one, like two episodes. I was like, nope, nope. I can't, like, <laughs> too dark for me. I can't. It's do a it. Saturday are, morning. Yeah, for, I was for like, Christ's yeah, sake, jeez. I'm gonna no. watch. It's always sunny. This is way better, yeah. right? <laughs> but yeah, You're like, like I'm it's gonna on. stop binge watching and take this gun out of my <laughs> yeah, mouth. Right. <laughs> and I watch the. I'm gonna go to the Flash. Like, yeah. give me something. Give me some hope. Something. <laughs> Good lord. So uh, coming in at number five, uh, Gods of Egypt made four point four million dollars. What's wrong bringing, with you, America? Bringing mm. its total up to that's a sixty nine percent drop. So <laughs> be higher. I, yeah, but uh, that's uh, I. I think uh, I can give America a pass on that because okay. uh, I got to say uh, they're making worse decisions at the moment. That's true. So <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. So we'll that's a very good point. Yeah. That. <laughs> so that brings its total up to $22 million. Vote for a guy who talks about his penis size. Oh, how'd you like to be the fact checker on that? Good Lord. Oh. And then the other guy eats a booger. What the? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> like, you, you're, you're watching it and just like, there's no way. Like this. I isn't, still haven't watched it. I've just heard about it. It's insane. Yeah, it's just absolute insanity. It's like watching. I like the meme where at like 2016 or like, yeah, 2016, there's no way Trump will win. 2017. There's no way Trump's going to do that. Yeah. 2018. Hey, are we watching the Hunger, Hunger Games? Yeah. Cuz uh, I really hope my district wins. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah, Cuz it's it's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> uh coming in number 6, <laughs> Risen uh made 3.7 million dollars, uh, bringing his total up to 20 million. Speaking of the GOP. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh Jesus Police Procedural <laughs> movie. Uh, uh do you know the movie we're talking about? Um, I've heard about it. It's but... like uh it takes place at the time of Christ, like literally like He's just been crucified, and uh, and Rome decides that they need to find the body because they don't want anyone. It's been prophesied that he'll rise from the dead, so they're like, find the body, make sure the body doesn't get away, so we can prove that that didn't happen. Well, uh-huh. then the body gets away, and then it's like, well, you got to find who stole that body. So weekend now he's, at Bernie's. So now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So hey, Easter is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so now he's got to go out and find, and then it becomes like a police procedural as he's like out busting heads. I gotta tell you, people, like, what like, did you do you, with Jesus? You, you had me a police. Like I love police yeah. procedurals, like a lot. Like that's of of all genres of television and movies. I love them. I'll yeah. watch any. I don't care. Yeah. I would watch that. Well, like, it doesn't <laughs> stick with it long enough. I know. And like, yeah. I, you know, because then, of course, he realizes and he converts and it's, you know, and I don't think it's a spoiler to say that that he comes back that, yeah, that Jesus rises from the dead. <laughs> Even if you don't believe that, I don't think it's a spoiler that the movie they made is going to end <laughs> that way. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, so anyway, that's risen uh, with a 46% drop. Should have a nice bump coming up for I Easter, yeah. you know, yeah, make a church. Yes. Uh, coming in at number seven, The Revenant made another $3.5 million off mm. of all of its Oscar buzz. Yeah. And, uh, did that get nice. a bump up? Uh, I, I don't know what it did last week, but this week it only dropped 11%. Yeah, I so. feel like that. I feel like it was like nine or eight or nine last week. Yeah. So, uh, brings its total up to $176 million. Deadpool says, ha. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, whatever. But, like, but I got an Oscar. <laughs> Beer, <laughs> Beer mauling, whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, so uh, where was that? Revenant uh, number eight. Eddie the Eagle made three point four million dollars, bringing its total up to eleven point two million dollars. That is actually put out by uh, Marv. Marv put that out. Marv uh, Albert? No, no, no. Like the they did Kick Ass <laughs> and the English pa- or the English patient, the Englishman. Oh, okay. They, they did all that. Like that's the same company. Kingman. Yeah, Kingsman. 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 Yeah. yeah, Secret Service is the yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. I yeah, I, I just saw I just saw a trailer for it, and the Marv was the first thing that popped up, and huh. I guess that's Mark Millar's or Mark Miller's thing. How about that? That's all his movies came gotcha. out of Marv. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. that's an odd choice. Yeah. I don't know the guy who directed for a good story. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy who directed Porky's also gave us a Christmas story, and also gave us Black Christmas. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I just found that out like a few <laughs> weeks ago. I was uh, I was on uh, one of my IMDb like things or something, and I was just go down that up. rabbit hole. Yeah. 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 I think I might have been looking up Black Christmas for some reason. I don't know. It's like awesome. the, yeah, the first one and the second uh, one's not good. The re- no. remake's not new good. One, uh, the original God. one's great. Yeah. But Margo, uh, Margo Kidder and um, the Gallup man, that Juliet. scene like that always with the the shadow. And yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> oh man, that's classic. That's a good horror stuff. Never seen it. Are you serious? Real really? horror guy. That's so. okay. That's I'm not fair. a big horror guy, but I, I've realized about myself. I'm more of a '70s horror guy, though. I get that. Yeah. The horror There's I do like stuff. is about mood. Okay. And that's all you know the 70s I mean? were. Yeah, like, yeah. The, a lot of the '70s stuff. Was yeah, I'm home. like my Blu-ray collection. It's like you know. Typical stuff, but horror wise, Exorcist, yeah. Carrie, you know that, kind and those of are thing. about mood. I mean, they yeah. have their shock scenes, but but they're to me they're they're more yeah. about mood. You know, Blair the Witch. Omen. I like Blair yeah. Witch, The Omen. Uh, I like The Conjuring. Conjuring's fantastic. That's all about mood. You know, I never it, saw that. Oh, one. dude, the first Conjuring. Well, like it, the first Conjuring is straight up. Is there? There's there's more than one. Well, there's another one coming, coming out, coming and then out. they did a spinoff one about the the doll in the opening. Don't scene. do that. It one. was awful. Oh, okay, like no. the Conjuring is a straight up seventies horror flick. I've heard like, that. It's they had the same like credit sequence. It's not even R rated. No. It's like oh, PG it's 13. thirteen. Yeah, yeah. And wow. It, there's a reason because like he is. It's weird because James Wan, uh, like started with Saw and he started with kind of like the torture porn stuff, uh, Dead Silence. He did one with um, Kevin Bacon that was kind of like a remake of Death Wish. Hmm. Uh, where it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, he did The Conjuring, and then you're kind of like, oh, wow, this is really good. Um, and it's based on a true story. Yeah, quote, air yeah, quotes. Quote. Yeah, um, but I think Conjuring Two is going to start in Amityville. They, do Ooh. they get the rights to that? Because that they're, was part well, of the problem. No, they're not going to. They're not going to talk about it because that was part they're of the problem. Be, like leaving so Amityville. Conjuring is based around 
the these uh it, the premise is that it's like this husband and wife who were, one was going to be a priest or he's a former priest or the the Warrens yeah, yeah he was going to and be a they priest. they would go and kind of debunk these uh spirit spirit you know stuff like that for the on behalf of the Catholic Church the Catholic mm-hmm. Church would hire them to go and be like prove that and so um and so and sometimes they do debunk it which is which I liked from a, from mm-hmm. a film standpoint I like the fact that not everything like that's what I hate about these like. Ghost the odds are completely like not every odds, week you find a ghost. The no. odds are not yeah. in your favor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but they're a real couple. And, and so, I but think Ed's dead. Yeah. And, uh, Ed's dead, baby. <laughs> so they're, um, but their most famous case was Amityville. Yep. And, but they don't own the rights to Amityville. So they have to kind of dance around. I think Paramount may have it. Yeah. But yeah, like they're another classic as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even the remake's pretty good. Like, as much Ryan, as much crap as I tend to give Ryan Reynolds, but I, I love Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Like he is a convincing psychopath in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's they, he says in interviews, like I kind of just stayed away from the kids because <laughs> of what I was gonna have to do to the kids. So he's like, I didn't want them to feel like a connection towards me because like there's one whole scene where he's he's making this. So you look at Ryan Reynolds and he's a massive individual in real life. So he's making this kid hold a log and he's just. Swinging this axe as There's hard been a as a couple he... episodes where I had to hold a log <laughs> <laughs> on this one. Yeah. It's probably gonna be this one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like he is. Can we pause? Yeah. He's <laughs> super, like, he is super good in that movie. But yeah, they're gonna be they're like the main case for the second one is the thing over in London, like the Edinburgh haunting or whatever. But they're gonna be leaving. Amityville yeah. is going to be in the front part, like the begin. They're they're leaving. I, yeah, I think their goal is to try and reacquire those rights to do their version of it, and they're they, they're, they're, they're really trying good. to lay the groundwork for like, hey, this is who these people are. Look, it's Amityville. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, uh, so coming in at uh, number nine, Kung Fu Panda three. That took a giant hit. Yeah, sixty two percent. So here's the thing: if you take your kids to see kung fu panda 3 the week zootopia opens <laughs> perhaps someone needs to contact dfs yep i'm just saying yep like i'm not trying to judge you as a parent but you're an awful one <laughs> yeah what do you think very much yeah yeah go see the really yeah. zootopia is out and you're st- you're like i guess we'll finally catch kung fu panda 3 <laughs> it's a double we'll, feature we'll, it's a double we'll feature. settle we'll say that i would unless you have like a like close a, attachment to Jack or well, then you should have seen it by now. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> Maybe right. it's a finally not no longer a no pass engagement. Yeah, yeah, right. But that would go into his <laughs> box office totals. Oh, that's true. That'd be a free ticket. That would be a free ticket. So I don't know. I don't know. That's, Who that's, are you people? <laughs> what are you doing? What is wrong with you? <laughs> Zootopia was sold out. Perhaps. Yeah, bro. That's so rare in today's it world. Is. Though. You can't. Yeah. Do that. It was even when I saw it though on because uh, I saw it the day before it, it technically came out. I saw it Thursday night. Yeah, and, uh, I love those Thursday soft opens. Yeah, so nice. It yeah. was. It wasn't. I don't know if it was sold out, but it was pretty close. Really? Yeah. It was, and that was at Esquire. So. Oh wow. Yeah. And it was in the big room. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Although their big room isn't near as because they went to those bigger chairs. They've yeah. done. They've done some great work on that theater. It yeah. no longer smells like day old vomit. It doesn't. So that's a step. In the right I used to stray yeah. away from it, but that's the past few years. Like, they've done a great job. Yeah. That's yeah. a great. That's a very good theater now. Yeah. So uh, and then coming in at number ten is the witch with a fifty-seven percent drop, bringing its total up to twenty million dollars, which that's a lot of money oh, for, for yeah for a movie like that. A lot of movie for a horror flick in the like middle of the summer. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Good job. So thank you. It was all me. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Was, good, good looking. Produce that film. Yeah. So I didn't like to. I don't like to bring it up. <laughs> Are you Jason Blum? <laughs> I am. Oh, so so uh, anyway, that's your box office report. Thank, thank you, you, Kevin. Thank you, <laughs> Kevin. That's what I always say. So uh, so anyway, so that's uh, th- th- there we go. That's so we're done. 
it's weird to be like doing both <laughs> to wear both hats. So, um, so I guess we'll uh, we'll go around the table and people can say where to find them if you want people to find you on social media and whatnot. Um, Orlandez, once again, I am on Twitter. My handle is Retro Vinyl Kid. Uh, this is Joe. You can also follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Don't forget, you can uh, find the show online if you would like to continue the conversation to have something you want to throw in. Uh, we're always there and replying to people. We love to have a little chit chat. Yeah. Even so, when somebody sends us a message that's kind of mean, but all right. <laughs> we had one where the guy was like, he was not happy about. Oh, we were talking about the uh, the whitewashing of gods of Egypt. Oh, okay. And like the yeah. dude went off. Like it's like yeah, right. like on Facebook, right? You usually do like a one sentence, two sentence comment. It was not a this bit guy. Of <laughs> this was like a paragraph uh, and like a all detailed. Caps. Yeah. Well, yeah. then I don't remember. Did I indentation? Yeah, I read it and I was like, whatever. Well, I'm trying to remember, like, right after the... Well, first off, <laughs> didn't I s- kind of say some of that on the show? I, I feel like we... I, d- I don't sometimes remember. we talk about stuff before the mics start rolling, and so I don't remember... I know I, I definitely mentioned, like, the Earth was flat. Yeah. I mean, I talked about gods of Egypt and that, like, there was a lot of controversy because it's like, it's in Egypt, and it's pretty much all white people. And then, like, but, but then I was like, when you see the movie, what they're doing that is, is true you did say like that the, yes. the movie isn't like trying to be realistic in any way shape or form mm-hmm. so it's like like the gods are in charge and walk among like gods and regular people like they see each other at yeah. the grocery store like it's like <laughs> like that's what's going on it's in the commonality movie. yeah and it's it's just like and so it's just a ridiculous concept now that being said <laughs> if if you're if if so on the one hand, like okay, you're not trying to be realistic, so it's not as it, it doesn't it doesn't matter on that hand. But on the other hand, if you're not trying to be realistic, it also doesn't matter the other direction. Correct. So <laughs> it doesn't matter like, so like that's really not the you know like, right. Like, he so made win, win, comedy. lose, lose. Take right. Take. Yeah. Made some comedies like when you look at the Republican National Convention, it's not all white anymore. I'm just kind of like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> what does that even mean? Like, no, they they make sure that they 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 find those. Yeah, hands don't you worry. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll get some sprinkles in here. Yeah, <laughs> those guys up front, <laughs> <laughs> like they're like seat holders at the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 you can't yeah. leave. <laughs> yeah, they're like here, wear this adult diaper. <laughs> we never know when the camera's going to cut to where you're at. You need to be here at all times. <laughs> and then the story will be like GOP made black man poop in his. <laughs> Yes. on national television. <laughs> I just had to go to the bathroom. They wouldn't let me leave. Why wouldn't they let me leave? Vote Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, if you want to have a conversation like that with us on <laughs> Facebook, uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash real spoilers, or you can email the show at real spoilers at reviewstl.com. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes, so you can go there and rate and review and subscribe. We really appreciate it. And I just realized I forgot to do our League of Show Sharers, so you will have to wait until the next episode, uh, and I will give you your league of yeah. show shares then and uh, coming up on the next episode is zootopia so that Woo-hoo. should be a good one stick around uh, you've been warned
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.